Welcome to the Wake, Pray, Slay podcast. The struggle to find your purpose can be real sometimes, but trust me, girl, we all have one. I felt called to start this podcast to reach other women and share my testimony. I'm your host, Savannah. I'm a wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I'm absolutely obsessed with personal growth and empowering other women like you to be the person God created you to be. I'll be sharing stories, tips, and anything God reveals to me along the way. I honestly have no idea what the heck I'm doing, but I'm all about living my best life in faith one step at a time. You ready, girl? Let's dive in. Hey, girl. Thank you so much for listening to the Wake, Pray, Slate podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. This is actually the last episode of the mini series that I'm doing on Relationship 101. Um, If you've already done the things that I shared in the first and second episode, you definitely want to listen to this because it's just a few tips that I found and condensed together that really seem to work for me. And obviously, as my relationship with God grows and gets stronger. I am always finding new ways to try to get closer to him. So I feel like this will be a very impactful episode for you. I really think it'll be really helpful if you're looking for just some extra things that you can throw in to get closer to God. Okay, so I'm actually going to start out this episode reading from 1 Kings chapter 3, and it doesn't really have to do with this specific episode, but I was reading it yesterday and I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And I just, I had to share it because it really just goes to show how powerful it is when we relinquish our will for our lives and allow God's will. So King Solomon, he had just become king. Uh, King David promised that Solomon would take his place on the throne and he had made an alliance with Pharaoh's uh, or with Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and married his daughter. And they were offering sacrifices and burning incense in the high places. Um, So this is 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 4 that I'm starting at. The king went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices, for that was the most important high place. And Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, and God said, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered, You have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he is faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased with what Solomon had asked for. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for a long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment and administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke and he realized it had been a dream. 
Okay, so I really just wanted to share that because when I read it, I was like, wow, okay, so Solomon, who was basically like a child, he was young, and God told him, like, ask me for anything. Ask me for anything and I'll give it to you. And literally the thing he asked for was for wisdom and discernment to lead his people. Because the thing that Solomon had asked for wasn't selfish in any way, God gave him so much more than he had even asked for. And that's just incredible because sometimes, I know for me, I have been convicted of praying selfish prayers. Like, of course, we're supposed to bring our desires to God, but I was spending a lot of time praying for things rather than, you know, wisdom or knowledge or for other people or, you know, whatever it may be. It was more like, oh, well, I really need money or I'm sick heal me or, you know, what, whatever. Like there's a lot of prayers like that going around. And so I just think there was so much wisdom in itself and what Solomon even asked God for. And I will say too, like a year ago when I renewed my faith, I actually asked God for wisdom and understanding so I could be able to understand his word. And he seriously, like, he blessed me with that. And I'm not saying like, oh, I know all the things and I'm so wise and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, like, I knew nothing before. I didn't know anything. And this is why I feel like I have the confidence to even come and talk on these things and share these things with you guys because I've been through some trials, you know. I've um, dealt with some things and God has taught me things through those trials. It made me smarter, it made me more wise. It made me uh, my like spiritual connection with God. It just made it that much stronger. So I just had to share that with you because I just thought it was super cool. So let's dive in to the rest of today's episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, you guys. So after the first two episodes of the basics, these are just some kind of add-ins that you can add into your everyday life. Maybe you've already accepted Jesus. Maybe you've already been reading your Bible. Maybe you've been doing all those things that I mentioned in the last couple of episodes. So these ones are just, you know, they're just some tips to just help move that along a little bit, help strengthen that fellowship with God when you've already accepted him into your heart and repented your sins and all that good stuff. My first tip for today is to learn scripture and pray scripture. So that might sound kind of similar to reading your Bible and praying, but to me, it's actually a lot different because it's just so powerful when you know your scripture. When you, for example, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Just knowing the verses. So when something comes up in your life, you can actually meditate on those scriptures. The Bible says to meditate on the scripture. And when you're meditating on it, you're really thinking about it. You're really just putting a lot of thought into that verse, what it means, how it applies to your life. Because again, the Bible, that is God's instruction manual for us. This is how God speaks to us. And so knowing what it says, um, besides just like reading it, which of course we need to be reading it, but when you actually take the time to know it and ponder on it. It's so, so powerful. And with that, when you are facing any sort of trial in your life or you're going through something or you're confused or, you know, any sort of emotion, what I personally have learned that really works for me 
is I'll just like go to Google and I'll type in verses on anxiety or verses on confusion or verses on anger or, you know, whatever it is that you're going through. I'll go through the verses. I'll write the ones down that I'm just like, yes. And then I'll go and I will think about it. And then I take a small part of that verse and I will just keep meditating on it throughout the day. For example, say you are really anxious and you come across Philippians 4, 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And so what I would do is I would take that first portion about being anxious and I will tell myself the Bible says, do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything over and over and over and really just think about what does that verse mean? And then maybe look at the um, the verses before that verse and put it into context and really just ponder it. Really just think about it. The Bible says, do not be anxious about anything. And it's just so powerful when you actually memorize the scripture. So when something does come up in your life, you're like, okay, well, this is what the Bible says. Or when you're feeling down on yourself because maybe you did something wrong and you're just feeling really bad about it. But Romans 8, 1 through 2 says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Well, Jesus died for us. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm not condemned. I'm okay. I repent of my sins. I confess of my sins. God has forgiven me. There's no reason why I should be beating myself up about this. Don't beat yourself up. You guys, I just want to say that there has been times where I've made mistakes. We're all human. We all sin. We all have sin. But Jesus came to die on the cross for our sins so that we can be forgiven. We are not condemned. If you're feeling like in your head, you're like, oh my gosh, you're a terrible person. I can't believe you did that. Like you're, you're awful. Like, no, like get away enemy. I, therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and just continue to tell yourself that. And you can also um, use it in prayer, which I just love doing. So say you're praying for a desire because we all have desires in our hearts that God placed there and God wants us to bring our desires to him. He wants us to give it to him. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. For everyone that asks receives. He that seeks finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be open. So you can use that in your prayer life. And you'll say, Lord, the Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. So Lord, I am asking for, you know, whatever your desire is. And God loves it when we use scripture. Like, it's his word. You know, these are words from him through the Holy Spirit. So, um, there's also this really awesome Bible verse app that my friend actually introduced me to, and it's called Verses. It's the Verses app. I'm going to see if I can get a link for it, and if I can, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's literally just a variety of, like, these small little, like, games. They're not, like, crazy games or anything like that, but to help you memorize scripture. So, if there's a specific, you know, situation you're going through in your life or whatever, if there's a verse that really just spoke to you, you can actually go to this app and memorize it there and you can do it with friends and stuff like that. It's super awesome. I really love it. It's it's fun. Um okay, so I'm going to move on to my next tip. Number 2 is find a good Bible study. Find a good Bible study that allows you to dive deep into the word. For me, like I really loved at the beginning of the year we did the New Testament in chronological order. 
And so basically, we were just going through the Bible in chronological order, and we had a little um, group, and we were just all discussing it. And that was just so powerful for me to read the New Testament in chronological order. I'm reading through the Old Testament right now personally, and I really kind of wish that I would have done it in chronological order, but I'm not. I'm just reading it straight through. But... I highly recommend doing that at one point in your life. There's also a ton of other great Bible studies out there, like one that I mentioned before, The Quest by Beth Moore, which is working on your intimacy with God. I highly recommend, like, you know, reading your Bible daily, but taking at least, like, one day, at least, in the very least, taking one day to really just sit down and study it. Maybe you're reading a specific book in the Bible. Go through, highlight words that stick out to you, take notes. And for me, I actually, there's, you know, sometimes there's words in the Bible and you're like, I don't even know what that is, okay? Um, So I highlight those words and then I go over to, I have a journaling Bible. I write down that word and then I Google what that is and then I write down the definition there. So then I'm like, oh yeah, that's what that is. I know what that is. And so it just makes it easier to understand when you're reading the Bible. I like to do a daily Bible study um, personally and I don't know. I just like that. But if you have one day in the week where you can really sit down for like 45 minutes to an hour and study your Bible, do it. It's so powerful. All right. And number three is schedule in your Jesus time. So I would schedule it in like you would a business meeting or an appointment because Jesus is, Jesus is important. He should be a priority. Spending time with God should be number one priority in your life. As soon as you wake up, as soon as you open your eyes, you're thanking God for the day, right? Um, Or maybe you're not, but you should. (laughs) And with that, this actually wasn't a tip that I had on here, but try, what I recommend is trying not to get on your phone right away as soon as your eyes open. And I'm really guilty of that habit, just going straight to my phone. Oh, I got all these messages on Messenger, you know, like, oh, I got all these notifications. Try really hard as soon as your alarm goes off, because I know, I know most of us use our phone alarms and not an actual alarm clock nowadays, but try not to look at it. Try to, as soon as you open your eyes and turn off your alarm clock, just thank God. Thank God for him waking you up another day. Thank God for the fact that you just woke up in a really warm, comfy bed. It's a brand new day. You get to do so many things that you didn't get to do yesterday. Um, so yeah, do that. Um, but also like when you schedule out time for God, you're showing him that he is a priority. And again, I've mentioned this Bible verse before, but Matthew 22, 37, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. That is the first, the great and first commandment. And the second one is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the laws and the prophets. Okay, so we're supposed to love God with all our hearts, souls, and minds by scheduling a time or setting aside a specific time in your day to spend time with him, you're showing him that you love him, that you want to get to know him, that you want to be close to him. This is super important and moving forward in your relationship with God, just making sure that you have time. You're showing him that you have time for him. God has time for you. So why can't we make time for him? Right? And then Matthew 6 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And then first Chronicles 16 11 says, seek the Lord and his strength strength. Seek his presence continually. Proverbs 8, 17 says, I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. 
Those are just a few verses. When we put God first in our lives, when we make him a priority, we're giving him the opportunity to really be at work. We all want God at work in our lives, right? Like we all have things we need to change. We all have things we want to accomplish and we all have things that we need God. Like we need him. We need to depend on him. Again, setting aside that time for him and showing him that you are my priority. It allows him to do more work in our lives. When I first started reading my Bible a little bit more, I kind of struggled with it. And I didn't really necessarily want to, if that makes sense. That sounds terrible. But let's be honest, sometimes it's hard to open your Bible and read it. At first, like when you first start trying to read your Bible, because the enemy and all the things, all the distractions and all this stuff, like wants to prevent you from reading it. And so what I would do is turn up the worship music, get your saying on, get your worship on, get your praise on for a few minutes, get in the mood, just like I like to do before a workout. I like to turn on some music and dance around a little bit, just get my my energy going and pumped up for my workout. It's the same for working your spiritual muscles, which is reading your Bible and praying, right? Okay, so it makes perfect sense. So turning on some praise music, praising, and then open your Bible. You're, you're all set. You're, you're in the mood. You're in the groove. Okay. (laughs) So there's that. My fourth tip is to put your Bible somewhere easily accessible. For me, I have like three Bibles. (laughs) I have different versions of my Bible and I actually have them both together because I like to compare my versions. I have a New King James version and then I have an NIV. I read NIV for Old Testament and the New King James for New Testament. Um, I can get into that in another episode of why I do that because I've already been talking a lot, but I keep my Bibles where I know I'm going to read it. So when you're first starting out reading your Bible, make a commitment to it. Again, schedule out that time. If you wake up and you go grab some coffee first thing in the morning, put your Bible next to your coffee maker or put it on your kitchen table or put it next to your couch where you like to go sit when you drink your coffee or wherever it may be. First thing in the morning, like I... Sometimes I like to read my Bible first thing in the morning and then other times I'm so just like sleeping out of it and I really want to be able to focus on it. And I don't think God's going to get mad at me for reading my Bible at a little bit, you know, an hour or two into the day as long as I'm doing it. But for me, that's just me. My body is tired. My brain is all foggy when I first wake up in the morning, so I'm not able to do it. But I do know some people that that's what they do. They wake up, they grab their coffee and they read their Bible. So if you can try to do it first thing in the morning. And I also recommend that as well because it's just so powerful to start your day with God. It's so powerful to open your Bible and spend time with him and pray and ask him to bless the day, you know, all those things. So there's that. And then number five, listen for him. And this is a huge one because when I was like doing a little bit of research to, you know, kind of for myself to get closer to God, like these are tips that like I have followed that I have used and it's helped me a lot. And I came across this article and I'm actually going to read it to you guys because I was just like, oh my gosh, I felt a major conviction. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Okay, so listen for him. Though we may talk with God often, we may not be opening our ears to hear his answers and guidance. Wait, okay. (laughs) When you are finished praying, don't quickly turn on the loud movie you are watching or immediately climb into bed for the night. Take time to stop, look, and listen for God's answers to your prayers. Sometimes you may not be receiving an answer to your own prayers, but God may prompt you to be an answer to somebody else's. Make sure you listen as you speak with him. Communication goes both ways. Boom! 
as soon as I read that, I was just like, oh, shoot. <laughs> like, I really like that's something that I'm very guilty of is, you know, just going on with my day, maybe like praying before bed, I'll be in the middle of praying and sometimes I fall asleep or, you know, whatever it may be. So I really realized that I just need to take the time to stop and listen, listen to what God is trying to tell me and hear him. Because again, like it said, communication goes both ways. I'm going to, I'm going to do my darndest to work on that. Um, because, you know, again, I like, I'm really eager to continuously grow my relationship with God because I feel like, you know, he has massive plans for my life. And I know that he has massive plans for yours too. We all have a purpose here on this earth and we all have a purpose in the kingdom of heaven. We are heirs to a kingdom. If you believe in Jesus and you have accepted him into your heart, we are heirs. We are all heirs to a kingdom. Like, how cool is that? Like, I just, I I can't even wait. I'm praying every day. I'm like, Jesus, come back. Jesus, please come back. Every single day. And the Bible actually tells us to, like, pray for him to come quickly. And so I'm like, all right, I'm praying, you know, with all the things that are going on right now. But that's besides the point. I'm just, I just went off on a tangent. So I apologize. But Anyways, I'm going to do a little bit of a a recap for you guys, and then you can go on with the rest of your day. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Okay, so recap. Number one was learn scripture and pray scripture. Really just like memorize scripture in the Bible and use it in your everyday life. When you're dealing with a situation, meditate on it and pray on it. Number two is find a good Bible study that allows you to dive deep into the word so that you can gain wisdom and understanding of God's word and his plan for your life. Number three, schedule in your Jesus time, just like you would with a meeting or doctor's appointment. This is essential. This is crucial, okay? Number four, put your Bible somewhere easily accessible. If you're reading your Bible first thing in the morning, which I do recommend, put it next to your coffee maker or, you know, wherever you go straight to in the morning. But also on top of that, try not to read your phone before your Bible. Try that. I'm, I'm working on doing that too. So you're not alone with that. Um, and then number five, listen to him. Take a second. Be quiet. Listen for him. Listen for him communicating with you because you're talking to him and we want him to talk to us, right? So sometimes we just need to take a second and listen for him. All right, the next episode I'm really excited about because I really, I'm thinking that I'm going to go into just how God communicates with us, how he speaks to us. So really, you guys, let me know if that's something you are interested in hearing about because I think that like a lot of people are curious to know like how God speaks to us because I have personally experienced him speaking to me in several different ways and maybe you're just not sure yet please DM me on Instagram or if we're friends on Facebook or whatever and let me know what you think about that. If that is something that you want me to do, I'll probably put a poll up in my story later this week um, and see what you guys think about that. Anyways, let's pray. Father God, thank you for bringing my friend to this episode today. I pray in Jesus' name that this really resonates with whoever is listening. Lord, your word says, ask and you will receive seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened. So I'm asking you today, Father, that you will provide for us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word, that we will have the ability to recognize your voice and allow you to guide us. God, 
We desire to be closer to you. We desire to seek your face. We eagerly seek your goodness, grace, mercy, and love. And as this mini-series comes to an end, I pray that you bring this to whoever you think needs to hear this and that we continue to seek your face and guidance every single day of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, girl. Okay, but seriously, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. If you love this podcast, please share it with your bestie. Or you can share it to your social media through your Facebook or your Instagram stories if you like. But make sure that you tag me so I can say thank you. This was seriously so much fun. Talk to you soon, girl.